The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, if you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a short video in the middle and end of every month where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets and how that affects our money, our clients' money, uh, you don't have to be a client to be added to that list. So if you want to be added to our e-newsletter list, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and you can put your info in the box there. Um, so uh, in the third quarter, uh, we saw a record number of indexed-linked annuities. So you, you, this happens every time markets get squirrely. And, and the reality is most people, most investors are starting to get quite impatient and and it's because they're like, they're not really sure why, but the answer is, Josh and I know the answer, it's because the market hit an all-time high almost 24 months ago. Um, and so, you know, most people think of that all-time high watermark is, you know, that's the highest their account's ever been, and they've lost money since that number. And so we would say that number was probably unrealistic and fueled by way too much government stimulus. Um, but people are antsy, and they want, like, to, to churn out returns. And so what do financial salespeople around the country start to do when this happens is they say, well, I have something for you, and they start to sell variable, annuity, variable annuities, index annuities, all these crappy products. And when you look at the data, uh, this comes from the uh, – Limra's U.S. Individual Annuity Sales Survey on October 25th, uh, there was an 11% increase in third quarter annuity sales. Uh, total third quarter sales of annuities uh, were almost $90 billion um, and 19% uh, year-over-year, uh, year-to-date number, which is an all-time record. So, um, it, 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 Sorry, 21% year over year, which is an all-time record. So don't fall prey to these things. And these salespeople can make them sound really great. Um, but the only people that annuities are good for, these kind of annuities, are the people that are selling them because they get paid huge commissions and the insurance companies are issuing them. And, you know, when you look around the table and you can't figure out who the patsy is, guess who the patsy is? It's you. So don't fall prey to these things. And, you know, I've just – it's it just – breaks my heart. It makes our industry have such a bad name that these things are sold in droves. Um, and again, you know, if your your advisor's driving around a fancy Audi or a fancy Porsche, probably because they're selling you annuities, not because they're indexing. Uh, anyways, um, so this is interesting. Uh, the housing market, we've talked about ad nauseum on the show, uh, is the most unaffordable it's ever been, no matter where you look in the country. Uh, but the least affordable place, of course, is San Francisco. Homebuyers need a household income of over $400,000 a year to afford the median-priced home in San Francisco, which is the most expensive metro area. So <laughs> think about it. You'll have to make almost a million, half a million dollars a year in San Francisco just to buy the median-priced home in San Francisco. So, you know, I, we talk about this all the time. You know, San Francisco might be this crazy place, and it is, but, you know, it, it, but, you know when you look around the country – and you only look at the highest percentage of income right now uh, from the U.S. consumer has to be dedicated toward income if they want to buy a house in America right now. There's two things that can happen, right? Interest rates can come down and think about what's going to make interest rates go down. That's a recession. So, you know, the housing market would suffer in that situation. Or house prices can come down, and I think it's probably going to be a combination of both, which eventually happens, um, because you know the housing market uh, is is the most unaffordable it's ever been. And, and, and people think like, why are you such a hater on the housing market? I'm not just the data, right? I'm not I'm, I'm not saying anything that isn't true about the situation in the housing market. Um, you know, just because it's not convenient for you doesn't mean that it's still not the truth. <laughs> the uh, median household income in San Francisco. Take take a guess. The median, yeah, one hundred and forty-two thousand. Little high, one hundred and twenty. 
Is it? <laughs> so you're, most people in so the median household income is three hundred thousand less than the what you need. What you need to buy the median house. That's brutal. That is brutal. You have to make almost. Oh my. So uh, in this segment, this has been coming up a lot at a personal level for me, and then with our clients. And so um, there are lots of situations, and I'm sure there's people out there listening right now where one of the spouses handles the finances. Like the other spouse might be involved, but ancillarily, and like kind of know, you know your advisor, or you sort of know where all the money is, but you're not really actively participating. And and I'm hopefully not sounding sexist here, but in most cases, it's usually the hu- the husband, if it's a married couple, mar- husband and wife situation, um, where one of the people is actively involved. Um, you know, we, we like when both parties are involved because then it's, you know, if, if inevitably what happens where one spouse dies or, or loses the capacity to be able to do anything, um, we, we, the other person knows it, but in this, ha- this is happening with my in-laws. It's happening. Uh, it's happened a lot, unfortunately with our client base where, um, one of the spouses handled the finances and then they are no longer capable. And then it's like this mad rush to figure out what this guy, Tyler in Northwest Squadron has been doing. And so, um, you if know, and the- you have an advisor and your spouse and you are handling these meetings on your own. It, the burden is on you. Involve your spouse. We have so many meetings where it's just with one person and have a relationship with one half of the couple, and it it really creates a problem later. And we try. To- it's like a mistrust thing and that, that kind of thing. So, you know, then there's the other situation, which is even more tenuous when one of the spouses is doing it themselves. Like there's no advisor involved, right? So there might be have their money at Vanguard or Schwab. And, and, you know, we've seen this where the, where like the, this, in the cases I'm thinking of, it was a husband, they were doing a great job. And we said as such, we just said, look, you're doing a fabulous job. Keep doing what you're doing. But at some point they either pass away or they're not, they, you know, they're not able to actually manage the money anymore. Um, and so, you know, in some cases we've been able to step in, but, you know, I think the problem when we see this stuff is like people wait way too long to involve the other, other spouse or tell them the details. Everybody always thinks they have a longer period, right? It's, it, 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 and, you know, in doing this job for as long as we have, like we see it and we're not making this up. Like somebody will be fine. We'll have a meeting with them. And six months later, we have another meeting and their words are coming up backwards. And you know, the person never planned on that happening. And it was a surprise to them and the rest of their family, but it, it's really, really common. And I think most healthcare providers would, would um, back me up on this. Like the, how common people go downhill once their health starts to deteriorate, it usually happens relatively quickly. And so you know, not enough time is spent on if one spouse does it, especially as you get older, in starting to involve the other well, and that, spouse. And that's and, the paradox, I think, of the do-it-yourselfer is that they spent all of this time planning in the investment-related space, but they didn't think about that eventuality where it's it happens with such immediacy. If you didn't plan for it, you're completely off guard. And, and it can unravel spouse. years' worth of what you did that was correct. And so, it, it, you know, Josh and I joke when we meet with a new client, we just say, like, you know, if it's the husband or if it's the, we say, like, we can you bring your wife in so we can meet her? We'd much not rather be the first time we meet her is at your funeral. And and, and we're kind of half joking when we say that. So I would just urge you to, if you're, if you're in that situation, which most people are like, it's not a unique situation where one person handles the finances because the other person handles a bunch of other things. Um, It's a really important aspect of your life, right? When you think about it, especially if you're retired. And so, start to involve the other person. They're going to be reluctant, but they will be really happy that they were involved and understood it uh, sooner. And so it doesn't have to be your spouse. It could be like one of my kids or, you know, it could be anybody. It just has to be somebody you trust. And so um, we see this all too often, both on the do-it-yourselfer side and with advisors. Um, Thankfully, in our case, like we know the situation well enough and we know the CPAs and we know the attorneys that we can uh, sort of be the quarterback and explain what's going on. Um, But if it's a do-it-yourself situation, um, that's going to be less likely to be true. And so it might be somebody that was really sharp and had it together for a really long time. Uh, You know, like in my in-laws case, he was a professor and like, but all of a sudden it just, he wasn't able to do it. And now there's this mad scramble. And so do it before the mad scramble has to happen because inevitably bad, things will get left and behind. And, and so just have these conversations uh, because they're really, really important. They're not fun. I promise you they're not fun, but um, I have to have them all. It feels like monthly. Um, and so uh, do it. Do it if you really care about everybody that you say you care about. 
All right, if you'd like to take us up on a free retirement view, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call the office 800-743-0988 or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, Like a morning walk to get you going. With the afternoon I got ahead of me, I really need it. What are you doing in the afternoon? I gotta figure out my med. Did you say med? Mm-hmm. There's that word again, Medicare. It can make even a morning walk uncomfortable, but it doesn't have to, especially when you have Pacific Source Medicare to guide you. Pacific Source Medicare offers plan options with $0 premiums, $0 prescriptions, no referrals required to see a specialist, dental benefits, and more. Pacific Source Medicare also gives you service from a local person, not an automated phone tree. Find your Pacific Source Medicare plan today. Visit medicarebeyond.org. Pacific Source Community Health Plan is an HMO, HMO DSNP, and PPO plan with a Medicare contract and a contract with Oregon Health Plan, Medicaid. Enrollment in Pacific Source Medicare depends on contract renewal. Pacific Source Medicare, going beyond what's required to put members first. Visit medicarebeyond.org or call 877-452-8878. Say thousands. Be advised. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to say thousands. On a hot tub and swim spa. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Say thousands. Be advised. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to say thousands on a hot tub and swim spa today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. 18-month interest-free financing. Brand new 2023 inventory. Ready for immediate delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Huge factory incentives. Factory rebates. This weekend only. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Come see the revolutionary new swim spa in action at exceptional prices. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Just relax and enjoy. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free parking. Free admission. Free delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Call 833 spa Or visit Hot Tub and Swim spa Join Economic Development for Central Oregon at Worthy Brewing on Thursday, November 16th for Pub Talk, where local startups and entrepreneurs showcase their companies and established companies offer insights for business success. Grab a beer and meet members of the local community. This month's event features Dustmoto, Wayfinder, and Summit High School Robotics Team Chaos Theory. Go to edcoinfo.com. That's E-D-C-O-Info.com and click on Edco Events to secure your ticket. Central Oregon Pub Talk, where beers and business happen in Central Oregon. Get ready for holiday feast season with Pepto-Bismol. Uncle Derek's here with his famous fried turkey. Hey, Aunt Mary brought the mac and cheese. Donna's here with the potato salad. Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief for unexpected stomach upsets. So enjoy the holidays. Pepto has you covered, no matter who made the potato salad. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. If you would like to sign up for our e-newsletter, uh, Josh and I do a video, five or six minute video in the middle and end of every month where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets uh, and how that affects your money. So if you don't get enough of us on the radio and want a video twice a month, uh, we send those out via email, and you can see why we have a face for radio 
Although one of our clients think Josh looks like Tom Cruise, but I don't know if that's a compliment anymore. He looks scary to me, but maybe Tom Cruise from 1986. Uh, anyways, uh, go to our website. I, I, I digress. Go to our website, northwestquadrantwallet.com. A little box will pop up, and you can put your email address in there, and that is the only thing that we will send you. Uh, so I got an email from... Let's see, who's this lady from? New York Life. She's a sales internal salesperson for New York Life. Uh, so her name's Amanda C. I can't tell you what her last name is because it's Russian and I couldn't pronounce it if I tried. But anyway, she sent me this email and it has some good information in here. Um, it's literally every single actively managed mutual fund alphabetically listed with a hyperlink. Um, and it and it shows their estimated capital gains that they're going to pay out from every single one of their funds in the month of December. So I'm bringing this up because if you are one of these individuals that owns an actively managed mutual fund, uh, you can you can email me, uh, Tyler at NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com, and you can say, can you forward this to me? And I will email this to you because I, I promise you if you own an actively managed mutual fund, your fund is in on this list, and it's a really easy way to go find that. So actually, believe it or not, we had a client that has the Fidelity Contra Fund, and I talked to him last week, uh, and you know I... I he had some tax losses in that from a dividend reinvest and a capital gain reinvest in 2021. And, um, I, you know, they was going to have to be, I said, okay, well, I'm going to go look and see what the contra fund is going to pay, uh, in the form of capital gains. And they're going to pay 41 cents a share. And this guy owns 10,000 shares. And so obviously you can see that was a relatively big capital gain. Um, and so, Again, it's if you want to know what your estimated capital gain that your mutual fund is going to pay in December. Now, you don't care if it's a it's a t IRA, but if it, you have a taxable account, uh, I can send you this. So just go to our website, find my email, and uh, and say send me the capital gain estimate sheet, and I will email it on to you. Um, and then we got this came from um, one of these advisor hub websites. Um, so it's they direct all of their information to people like Josh and I, investment advisors. Um, and the title is Baird. So Robert W. Baird is a regional brokerage firm based in Milwaukee. Um, and they agreed uh, to pay uh, rebates of $500,000 back to clients. And then I looked and read the article and Morgan Stanley had to pay 800000 Merrill Lynch had to pay $7.2 million back to clients for overcharging clients on 13,000 accounts. What, what, the reason I'm bringing this up is that the reason these companies, these wirehouse firms, these big national firms had to rebate back customers, they, they were rebating them back sales charges uh, for commissions paid on mutual funds. And so you can go out there and buy a mutual fund through a brokerage firm and pay a sales load. Um, and, you know, let's say you buy an American funds, a share mutual fund, you're going to buy a sales load. Um, but the more you put in that mutual fund company, there's things, these things called breakpoints. So the sales loads go down, the more money you put in, um, eventually they max out at, or they top out at 1% if you put a million bucks in, but these companies weren't giving these clients the breakpoints. Uh, and so are now having to rebate it back. And I, that's not even what I'm, I'm bringing this up. The idea that that some of you out there are paying a sales load on buy it to buy a mutual fund in 2023 makes my head want to explode. Like <laughs> every single mutual fund that you buy that has a sales load exists somewhere else, like on a on a mutual fund super like on a Schwab platform or a Fidelity platform where you don't have to pay the sales load. In fact, you can buy the same version of that fund where the management fee is half of what the sales load A shares is, like an F3 share or an F2 share. And so the idea that some of you out there are going to an investment a broker and buying a mutual fund and paying that broker a commission it, I'm not kidding. It makes my head want to explode. Like the idea that that still exists in 2023 is mind boggling. Um, but I guess it does. So you hopefully you're most, taking that as you, you know shouldn't be doing it. Egregious offender has <laughs> offices on every other street corner. Energy Jones, call him and go see him. <laughs> oh man. All right. So we thought we, we talk a lot about consolidating accounts on the show. We think it's really important and we're going to talk some more about it in this segment. But what, what brought it up is that, um, and we are now in the age of, automatic enrollment in 401ks. And I am all for this. Like, in, So now a lot of companies that offer a 401k, especially big companies, have automatic enrollment for their employees inside of the 401k. In fact, it's there's legislation for this to become a law. So if you have a retirement plan at your, at your work, you will have to automatically enroll a new employee in your retirement plan. But what it's also caused is a lot of people when they leave, they forget that they have this 401k and it's a lot of, it's causing a lot of um, abandoned retirement accounts. You know, there's always been 
investment, abandoned retirement accounts, um, you know, in the history of, of these things existing uh, and, and abandoned bank accounts. But because of auto enrollment, that people don't remember actually signing up for a 401k uh, and they have one and the company's been putting money in there all along on their behalf. Now people are leaving their job and, and they're forgetting these these things that, that are behind them. So, you know, this go, falls under this account consolidation. If you have money spread all over the place, you know, Josh can tell you about we have a client that I think, how, how many 401ks? Yeah, is 10, or, 10 or 12. I don't know if that's still the case, but so the, the, the idea worst that, example I've ever seen. Yeah, so why would you ever have all of these retirement accounts spread all, all, all over the place when you can consolidate them into one custodian? So some people say to us, like, you know, I want to have money at American Funds and at Vanguard and at Merrill Lynch and at Edward Jones because that's my diversification. That's ridiculous. That's not diversification. All you're doing is making your asset allocation very confusing because it's very hard to make a cohesive financial plan and, and asset allocation doing that. You're paying way more in fees. And if you something is to happen to you, you're making the executive of your state's job a million times harder by trying to track all this money down. So what we suggest that people do to make their life easier, their make reduce their fees and make their executor of their state's life easier is to consolidate all of those investments in one place. So you can either hire a firm like ours, you can hire an investment advisory firm to do it for you. You say, okay, bring in all the statements here. I need to help you consolidate all of this for me and then manage it. Or you can call up a firm like Schwab or Fidelity, uh, used to be TD, but you could or Vanguard and say, "Look, I have money scared, scattered all over the place. Please help me consolidate that." Um, and actually, I, I went and I looked at Schwab. Like when if you do that yourself, I looked at how it's they've made it so easy, it's unbelievable. So just combine there is, like accounts. There is no reason for you to have money scattered all over the place. You can do something that's called an in-kind transfer. So you don't even have to sell anything to make the transfer, unless you're at Edward Jones, but that's a different conversation. Um, and so you can make an in-kind transfer. So all the stuff you hold all over the place can be transferred into one custodian, and then you have one login. So like in the last segment we were talking about, if one spouse is handling it, you you know, and that spouse is not, in, unable to do it anymore. The spouse that takes it over would have one login and be able to see their whole financial life in one place. So consolidate, consolidate, consolidate. There's no reason whether you're a do-it-yourself or want to hire an advisor that you should have money scattered all over the place. You're costing yourself money. Your asset allocation is good, isn't as good. And if you leave it in foreign case. 401ks don't have the best options from an investment perspective, so you're limiting your investment options too. If you're on one of these big platforms like the one we use or, or one of the other major ones, you're going to have access to unlimited investments, um, whether you want to be really safe or aggressive, they all exist there, and you're going to save yourself a bunch of money. But more importantly, whoever has to settle your estate is going to be much happier with you. All right. Uh, if you'd like to take us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable dollars, call our office to get it scheduled, 800-743-0988, or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. that the average public university student borrows $32,880 for their bachelor's degree? Many borrowers list student debt as the main barrier to buying a home, starting a business, or even retiring from their jobs. Are student loans keeping you from other goals? Between different payment plans, types of cancellation, and tax implications, we know that student debt can be confusing. 
Don't let that confusion keep you from addressing your debt. Our website offers resources, including frequently asked questions, links to other sites, and tips for avoiding scams. The site is updated by the Student Loan Ombuds, who also receives and attempts to resolve complaints about servicers or other issues with student loans. Take control of your financial future by addressing your student debt today. Visit the Division of Financial Regulations Student Loan Help Site at dfr.oregon.gov or call the Student Loan Ombuds at 888-877-4894. This message brought to you by the Oregon Division of Financial Regulation, the Oregon Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Coastal Farm and Ranch, we're just what the country needs. We take pride in our work, pride in our service. We built our business on integrity. Visit any coastal store in the Pacific Northwest for the best selection of products for your ranch and home, from fashion to fencing to feed. With name brands you know and trust, you'll find the biggest selection of jeans and boots in the Northwest and one of the biggest sections of Carhartt and Wrangler anywhere. Plus, shop sporting goods, animal health, lawn and garden, and much, much more. Coastal, since 1963, we're just what the country needs. Coastal Farm and Ranch, we're just what the country needs. Visit CoastalFarm.com for locations, ads, and offers. Save thousands. Be advised. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Save thousands. Be advised. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. 18-month interest-free financing. Brand new 2023 inventory. Ready for immediate delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Huge factory incentives. Factory rebates. This weekend only. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Come see the revolutionary new swim spa in action at exceptional prices. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Just relax and enjoy. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free parking. Free admission. Free delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Call 833-SPA-SALE. Or visit Hot Tub and Swim Spa Sale. Cash back is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Billy, your gas light's on. We need to stop and fill up. No way, Jen. Gas around here is too expensive. We can make it a little further. Billy, listen to your big sister. You don't need to drive all over searching for the lowest gas prices. Do what I do and use Upside. Upside? Do you live under a rock, Billy? Upside is the hottest cash back app out there. It's free to download and you get real cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. I use it all the time and I've already made around 200 bucks. You can make that kind of cash back just for buying the gas you have to buy anyway. Yes, I'm looking at the Upside app now, and there's a gas station at the next exit offering 25 cents per gallon cash back. Okay, I'm stopping to download Upside and fill up my tank. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code BLING to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code BLING for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code BLING for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. If you have a question for us or a comment, uh, give us a call, 877-670-7117, or email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. So Josh brought this, this up in the first segment, but probably not all of you were st- listening then. Uh, earnings, for the most part, I think most of the S&P 85, 90% of the S&P's reported, probably 95% of the S&P's reported so far, third quarter earnings. Uh, and for the most part, earnings have exceeded expectations, albeit, um, you know, what what's C-suite people do is they lower the bar so they don't have to jump over it. They just step over it. But uh, so most of the companies uh, reported uh, three Q3 earnings, uh, and they were up 19% higher than they were a year ago, the third straight quarter of positive year-over-year growth. Quarterly earnings are now just 2% uh, 
below the record high we saw in the fourth quarter of 2021. But Mr. Finelli, remind our listening audience how corporations are getting to that earnings per share number beat. Well, buybacks, of course, is a big one, but ex- expense reduction, too, has been part of the, the equation so far year to date, you know, especially if you look at financials. Um, Disney's a great example. The stock rallied dramatically this week, uh, just it seemed like when everyone capitulated. And why? Because uh, CEO, returning CEO Bob Iger promised another $2 billion in cost cuts which meant another 5,000 people are going to lose their job. But uh, they're not really growing the top line. You know, they're growing uh, earnings per share by reducing expenses. And that's going to increasingly come a focus, I think, in 2024, just based on guidance we've seen this quarter. Yeah, so if you're a C-suite person, right, working for XYZ Big Public Corporation, you look at all of the numbers and you say, look, we're the total revenue, like the revenue number is not going to grow. Our, our gross number is not going to grow. So how do I make the net, which is all that Wall Street really cares about, not shrink or grow a little bit? And that's expense reduction. So you could buy a ton of shares back and earnings per share will go back. But a lot of companies don't have the free cash flow to do it like an Apple or an Amazon or Google. And that's why those stocks continue to be juggernauts. You definitely can't go borrow the money now and buy back your own shares, which was in vogue in the middle, 2000, middle 2020, you know, early prior to 2019. But it's, it's the financial so the big names and the reason that the market loves these darlings is because they have so much free cash flow they can sort of do it any which way they want they can re- reduce costs they can buy share back but they also just generate tons of revenue um, and so that allows them to do more financial engineering but if you're not in the best financial situation you sort of have to look at it a bunch of different ways and most likely when we see the labor market roll over is when corporations say wow I really still want to manage that bottom line and the biggest way the fastest way to do that is to cut headcount. And so I think the labor market most likely rolls over uh, headed into next year when when C-suite level people are saying, man, we still want to manage earnings. Earnings are still going to decline, in our opinion, uh, probably in 2024, but they will less if they can cut heads. Uh, And and markets might price that in. Um, The U.S. unemployment rate moved up to 3.9% in October. That's the highest since January of 2022. The unemployment rate is now a half a percent above the cycle low, which we reached back in April. The cycle low was 3.4% in my lifetime. Unemployment had never been that low. Historically, a half a percent move higher has occurred near the start of every single recession. So while 3.9 is still unbelievably low historically, that half a percent move we've seen in the unemployment rate ticking higher historically has mean we are on the cusp of a recession. Okay. Uh, let's tackle some email questions. I contributed to an IRA during my working years. I'm now retired. Both my and my spouse's IRA are Roth, so we have no required minimum distributions. I'd like to continue contributing to an IRA, but neither I nor my spouse have W-2 or self-employment income anymore. We do, however, collect pensions which are taxed as ordinary income. Shouldn't we be able to make IRA contributions as we earn these pensions by working and they are taxed exactly the same as our paychecks were taxed? So that's a good try. Um, I guess based on your logic, it would make sense that you would be able to contribute to an IRA. But alas, the tax code, you have to have earned income and the tax code says pension income, even though... I know in your mind you earned it. It is not earned income, uh, and so you cannot contribu- contribute, uh, make more contributions to your author IRA. So, you know, for those of you that don't know, in order to make a contribution to a retirement plan, you have to have earned income. It can't be passive income, which is what this person has. So, good try. I hear where you're coming from, but no dice. Uh, this email comes from Rick. Uh, Rick says, I have an IRA worth over a million dollars. Congratulations, Rick. And I'm taking required minimum distributions. When my kids inherit this, can they take it all out with no tax issues because it's an inheritance? Or will they have to take required minimum withdrawals when they are old enough? Do you want to tackle that, Mr. Finelli? I will. As of, uh, I think it was, what, 2022 is when they changed the law last, but uh, they now are subject to a 10-year rule, basically. So uh, they It have, was CARES Act 1.0. Yeah, so they have they have 10 years uh, from your date of your death to take it out. Um, you know, they don't, 
you know, if because you were required to take minimum distributions already, uh, they're going to have an RMD associated with it every year. Uh, because they have 10 years to take it out, they probably want to take something greater than the RMD each year, depending on, you know, their individual situation. It's all going to matter what their income is, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, they're at least going to have to take out uh, a required minimum distribution. But uh, ideally, you know, they take out 10% a year, let it continue to grow tax deferred. And then those last few years, they'll have to end up taking a little bit more than that 10% balance because, uh, you know, in you know, most cases that will have grown over that time period. But Rick, you know, you asked in there, um, can they take it out with no tax issues? No, the taxes follow these kind of, you know, your your million dollar IRA because you got the tax credit on the way in and it grew tax deferred. No matter who takes the money out, they're going to be taxed at ordinary income. So they're going to have tax issues, and meaning they're going to have to pay ordinary income on those distributions. And as Josh said, they have the, the 10-year period from your death to be able to exhaust the, the uh, account. And so, um, you know, I would say that, like, in our client situation that have, or in your situation, we just say, you know, in order to spread the tax liability out, do it over a 10 year period, most likely in the 10th year, you'll have to take more than you did the other years. But um, if you just, you know, every year you, you say, okay, I'm, I'm going to take another 10th of this. Uh, it's going to vary every year, but you'll exhaust it and spread that tax liability. So you don't have to pay it all at once. Um, you know, this, there used to be something called the stretch IRA, uh, when the Trump administration signed uh, CARES 1.0 Act, they said, nope, you got to take it out over 10 years. The government, in their infinite stupidity, uh, if they actually left it invested uh, over a lifetime uh, and let people do the stretch, they would actually collect more tax revenue over time. They just wouldn't get it as, as quickly. But we all know that Washington is desperate for tax revenue. Stay tuned on that one. Uh, probably likely to see that window condensed some point in the years to come just knowing how much money you know congress looks at as being trapped inside retirement plans and you know looking at the death tables and life expectancy of the baby boomer generation they're going to want it sooner than later all right we got an email from jo uh i made i made a one-time purchase of a variable deferred annuity with a ten thousand dollar inheritance i received about 25 years ago based on a co-worker's advice over the years i've made i haven't made any additional payments or withdrawn any funds it matures in about a year with an option of withdrawing the lump sum, which would be 60000 this year, or receiving monthly payments. Would I be subject to capital gains taxes for the entire 50000 if I take a lump sum? Are there any special tax exemptions or rules I should be aware of? So it's not capital gains. So what he's talking about is the difference between what he put in, 10000 and what the account value is now, which is going to be 60000 So there's a $50,000 gain in there. Because it's an annuity... The difference, so when you take the money out, so that $50,000 in gain is taxed as ordinary income. That's another reason Josh and I hate annuities. It, it, if this was a, uh, if you just left it in an investment, let's say S&P 500, you would be taxed at capital gain rates are much lower. So this, all of it's going to be ordinary income. If you take it over monthly, they, they take, uh, they do a calculation based on taking some of the principal and the gain and uh, give you a little bit of tax favorable, but it's all mostly taxed as ordinary income. So another reason we, we don't like annuities is uh, the growth is taxed as ordinary income. And oh, by the way, if you die with this, your beneficiaries don't get a step up as they would if this was in a house or an individual stock. So another two reasons why we hate annuities. All right. Uh, if you would like to be part of the program, call us 877-670-7117. Or you can email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we'll tackle one last segment of email, so stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Okay, class. So endorphins are a type of neurotransmitter in the body that inhibits transmission of pain signals. 
while also enhancing our immune system and producing a sense of euphoria. Now, can anyone tell me where endorphins are produced? Yes, Bridget. My mom says that endorphins are produced at the ACB. The ACB? You know, the Athletic Club of Bend. All our friends go there, and Mom says that with all the stuff they have to do there, like swimming, tennis, exercise classes, basketball, yoga, cross-fusion, concerts, and even massages. Well, it really makes her feel good. Yes, I can see how that would... Plus, I think she really likes all the kids' programs and camps. Well, I guess Mother really does know best. The Athletic Club of Bend. For fitness, for fun, for friends, for family. To get your endorphins flowing, just go to athleticclubofbend.com. Save thousands. Be advised. This is a a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands. On a hot tub and swim spa. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Save thousands. Be advised. This is a a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands. On a hot tub and swim spa. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. 18-month interest-free financing. Brand new 2023 inventory. Ready for immediate delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Huge factory incentives, factory rebates, this weekend only. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Come see the revolutionary new swim spa in action at exceptional prices. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Just relax and enjoy. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free parking, free admission, free delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Call 833-SPA-SIL or visit Hot Tub and Swim Spa Sale.com. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Billy, your gas light's on. We need to stop and fill up. No way, Jen. Gas around here is too expensive. We can make it a little further. Billy, listen to your big sister. You don't need to drive all over searching for the lowest gas prices. Do what I do and use Upside. Upside? Do you live under a rock, Billy? Upside is the hottest cashback app out there. It's free to download, and you get real cashback for every gallon of gas you buy. I use it all the time, and I've already made around 200 bucks. You can make that kind of cashback just for buying the gas you have to buy anyway? Yes, I'm looking at the Upside app now and there's a gas station at the next exit offering 25 cents per gallon cash back okay i'm stopping to download upside and fill up my tank download the free upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas use promo code bling to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank you can cash out anytime right to your bank to paypal or a gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code bling for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank that's code bling for a 25 cents per gallon bonus Wow, buddy. This place is gorgeous. I love living here at Wild Horse Mesa. It was just built in 2021, so it's got all the latest amenities with high-end finishes, plus AC, my own washer-dryer, pool access, fitness center, rec room, and a private patio. (laughs) All this on your salary? Wild Horse Mesa is more affordable than you think. Call the office and see what's available. Google Wild Horse Mesa Prineville for more information. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Minutes from Prineville. New, beautiful, affordable Wild Horse Mesa. Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review, 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis, that guy. He's Josh Finelli, and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. The mountains were looking quite beautiful. The up and glow was awesome this week. So the U.S. bond market has now been in a drawdown for 39 months, by far the longest bond bear market in history. U.S. bonds are now down 16% over the last three years, the largest three-year decline in history. Those losses have erased the gains from the previous four years, meaning bonds have contributed nothing to a 60-40 portfolio over the last seven years. So U.S. stocks over the last seven years have had an 8.8% annualized return based on the S&P, and bonds have a negative 0.3% return over that period. Uh, Over the last seven years, a 60-40 portfolio, uh, 60 in the S&P and 40 in the ag, uh, has a 5.5% annualized return. So still not a terrible return, but uh, the bond, owning the wrong bonds, 
recently has really, really been painful. So one of the interesting things in the housing market is, you know, when you look at all the people that make up the housing market, the housing market in the United States is enormous when you think about builders and title companies and mortgage brokers and realtors and, you know, all the all the sub industries that go along with it. Uh, but I think the industry probably that's hurting the most within the housing industry is the mortgage industry. The number of U.S. employees in the mortgage industry has moved down to 337,000 in the United States from a peak of 420,000 in 2021. That's a 20% decline. And that includes mortgage bankers, brokers, and loan processors. After the last housing bubble peak, we saw a 50% reduction in the number of jobs from 2006 to 2012. I'm not sure that I think it's going to be so different this time. And it might be worse because when you think about more, you know, the amount of people that are trapped in low rate mortgages, the refinance boom, you know, so even in that period, refinancing was happening. And I, the idea of people are going to be re- refinancing in mass, it doesn't seem like that's probably pivot, reverse mortgages. <laughs> What's that old guy that I get? The, you, that it's weird him? that you don't know. Like you're not that much younger than me. You don't know who Tom Selleck is, Magnum PI. Is that what his name you is? You never watched Magnum PI? <laughs> I, I, come on, you're not that much younger than me. <laughs> but decades a long time. Oh man, you're kind it's a of, long time. You just weren't paying attention. You're from the analog generation. <laughs> yeah, I think you've just been going to many, too many of those <laughs> edible places. All right, let's tackle an email from Bob. I am from the analog generation, and I'm old for my generation. Like, but I know who Magnum PI is. Come on, I'm sure, sure. If I asked your peers, they'd know who Magnum. When you go home tonight, ask Colleen if she knows who Magnum PI is. She's younger than I am. She has no clue. She, who that I, guy gu- is. I guarantee Colleen knows who Magnum PI is. All right, I'll ask her when, when I get home. Text her right now. We got an email from Bob. In my 401k retirement plan, I'm 82 percent stocks. I'm 65 and still working. Should I? Be moving my stocks to bonds, Mr. Finelli. Mr. I don't know who Magnum PI is. There's, uh, you know, there's all these old adages in our business that people use as these broad-based rules of thumb. And well, one of them comes from Jack Bogle. So yeah, yeah, which Bogle's rule would be, you know, subtract your age from a hundred, and that's the percentage of bonds that you should own. So Uh, he would say this guy should own uh, 65% bonds. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's all situationally specific. And without knowing more about your particular situation and your risk tolerance, otherwise, this is all just sort of conjecture. But, you know, it's really just how comfortable are you with volatility? The way we look at it is... You know, in most circumstances, you know, it's based on your distribution rate and, you know, provided you're still working and everything else, like, you know, in three or four years, you may commence taking distributions. You're not going to actually have to start taking them until you're 73. But, you know, if you're taking a four or four and a half percent distribution rate off your portfolio, uh, you know, we'd want at least maybe five years worth of bonds and you're basically right there. Uh, You know, that gets you through a 2008 style market without turning to the stock side of your portfolio to generate income. Come. But again, it, it really just comes down to your uh, appetite for volatility and sort of your risk return profile and your situation, right? Like, so Bob, you might have enough assets that taking two percent of your uh, retirement assets more than covers your obligations, and so you know, two percent you could be a hundred percent invested in equities, and the yield on equities is about two percent, and so you could just take the dividend income off your portfolio and never have to sell your stocks and your beneficiaries will certainly appreciate that, especially if you live another 30 years because, you know, when I look at uh, the return profile of stocks for the next 30 years versus bonds, I'm pretty bullish on that stock allocation. And so it, 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 like Josh said, it comes down to your situation, your risk profile, and then your income needs, right? Like, so if your, your income needs are extraordinarily low, uh, we have a, a lot of clients that have big portfolios that don't take a penny because they don't have to. And so they can afford to have much more uh, volatility and risk in their portfolio. And ultimately, the beneficiaries of those people's accounts are going to be the ones that benefit the most because uh, over time, their accounts are going to grow more. So there's that trade-off where if you move more of your money to bonds, yes, uh, the returns are going to be smoother, but they're probably over the rest of your life can be lower. And if you're okay with that, that's fine too. So... All right, we got an email from John O. Uh, John says, I contributed to an IRA during my working years. I'm now retired. Both my and my spouse's IRAs are... Wait, we already did this one. Sorry, sorry. My bad. 
Uh, here we go. We got another email. This one doesn't say who it's from. Uh, my wife and I have a living trust that includes most of our assets. We have two bank accounts that are not in the trust, totaling $130,000. Will these accounts be subject to probate? If it matters, she is in memory care and I handle all the finances. Our executor son is a signer in one bank account to have ready access to cover final expenses in case I predecease my wife. So uh, what this person is talking about is they have living trust. They're most likely revocable living trusts, um, and they put all of their non-qualified, so non-retirement assets in the living trust. And the idea, based on the the question, is that, you know, the idea is that when you put all of your assets outside of your retirement accounts, so your house, your all of your uh, bank accounts, all of that stuff, you essentially die broke. Your retirement accounts pass by beneficiary designation, so they don't go through probate. You know, whoever you've listed on your retirement accounts and life insurance, that all goes to those people uh, without going through probate. But all of the taxable stuff, so everything else outside of retirement accounts, will go through probate unless it's in a trust. The trust uh, will help you avoid probate. So those two bank accounts are absolutely going to go through probate. Um, and I don't know that your son spending money out of them is a good idea. So I would, I would absolutely put those two bank accounts inside of the trust. You can still give your son access to one of them to be able to pay the bills, but make sure he keeps really good records of when he's doing that. So, um, you know, if you want, if you want them to go through probate, the probate sort of settles the estate and, and can't be made any more claims against it, but put them in the trust if you want them to avoid probate. All right, that's our show this week. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend remember with us. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and if necessary, seek professional advice.